John 14, 1, verses 1 through 6. How about that? Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And whither I go, you know. And the way you know. And Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest. And how can we know the way? And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Amen. Amen. Precious Lord, thank you for being radical. Thank you for making it plain. Thank you for making it simple. Thank you for letting our lost world know in every false religion, every cult in this known to mankind that there is only one way. And you are that way. You are the only way to heaven. And I thank you for enlightening me and giving me the grace and the truth and showing me the mercy and the kindness to believe that and be on that way to heaven. Father, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let not your heart be troubled. How about that? I I hope, I hope, I I was listening to Jeremy talking and Yvonne's friend Nona I don't know if she's listening. Whoever listening, put your name there. If your heart is troubled, if your heart is troubled, as believers, then put this in your storehouse. If somebody, somebody, next time you talk to somebody, and, and it's going to be soon. It's, gonna, it's not going to be two weeks from now or a month from now. It's going to be the next person you talk to that's not saved. They're going to say, man, I am going through. i got a lot going on. I can't do this. I'm, a, I'm troubled on every side. You let her tell them this. Let not your heart be troubled. Okay? Got the answer for them. The Bible said we ought to always have an answer for those who ask about the hope that is in us. Let not your heart be troubled. Tell them that. Let not your heart be troubled. And then they probably respond something crazy. Well, how can I let not, how can I not let my heart be troubled? I got so much going on. I got so much going on. Christy, you know somebody like that, don't you? You in a building full of them. Christine, like, man, leave me alone. Listen, here's the answer when somebody say, listen, I got so much going on. Listen, you believe in God. That's the answer. That ain't the answer they probably listen for. We're looking for. Ye believe in God. And this is what Jesus was saying to the disciples when they were troubled. 
He said, let not your heart be troubled. How about that? Now think about this. Where was Jesus on his way to? Jesus was on his way to Gethsemane. He was on his way to be betrayed. He was on his way to be mocked at a cruel trial. He was on his way to be scourged. He was on his way to have a throne, a crown of throne, thorns slammed on his head. He was on his way to be crucified. And he's telling these folks who ain't going to be crucified. Imagine you're going to get crucified, and the people you with, they trouble. <laughs> I mean, you would think the, the crucified one would be the most trouble, but this Jesus. And this is the kindness and the grace and the mercy of God with all these things in full view. He's showing mercy to the folks that are with him. He said, let not your heart be troubled. I got this. You believe in God? Believe also in me. How about that? That's Jesus. That's the God that we serve. He understands we're going to have troubles. He understands there's going to be times when our hearts are troubled. There's going to be times when we, we, get, we we're fearful. There's going to be times when we are consumed with adversity and all the things that could happen. He knows that. He loves to encourage us. We serve a God that loves to encourage us. We serve a God that loves to just pick us up when we fall. Think about that. Think about that. And, 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 and as we live in the church and I watch, I watch Christians, I watch stuff, we, we trouble. I mean, the, the church has lost its energy. I did, I did this service the other day. I told you I did the service the other day. In, in the program, they had someone that's supposed to read, read the obituary. They had someone that's supposed to sing. Don't even show up. Don't even show up. Don't even show up. Family members show up late. They, they don't come in. When you, how are you going to come to somebody's funeral late and ask them to open the casket back up? They come to me, man. Hey, hey, hey. Can you think they, are we running late? I want to see my phone. I want to see... Ain't nobody opening no casket back up, man. Nobody is seen. Whole staff at the funeral home tired, wore out. Just, where's our energy as believers? I mean, God gives us energy. I don't know. Let me get off that hobby horse. Let not your heart be troubled. Okay? Believe in me. That's what Jesus said. Believe in me. What's he saying when he said believe in me? He said, you know what, even though I'm going to die, even though I'm going to be crucified, even though I'm going to be mocked and ridiculed, I'm going to be put in a borrowed tomb. He said, believe this. And this is where all our hope, all our hope on the third day, on the third day, Jesus said, on the third day, I'm going to rise with all power. Can you believe that? Well, I, I, I've said it all the time. Boy, if, if you struggle with the resurrection, you're struggling with your, with your whole faith. Mm-hmm. Then he says this in verse 2. I'm going to go right down the text. In my father's house <laughs> are many mansions, not just a few. See, when you, when you look at America right now, America's in a housing crunch. You, you ride around. There ain't a whole lot of houses for sale. 
Okay, they sucked them all up. We got all these people coming from all these different countries, and and the borders are wide open. People coming in, and all the houses. It's hard to find a house, and you find one, you paying twice as much as you would have paid for it five years ago. Okay, not the case. Not the case in heaven. Not the case in heaven. How do I know that? Because Jesus said, "In my Father's house." How about that? Are many mansions. Hmm. Hmm. That's it. When you get to one of them mansions, you ain't getting no gas bill. Okay? You ain't got to do it like I had to do last week. Call a Culligan man and come out with a water. You ain't gonna need no water softeners. Okay? No, there ain't going to be no electric bills, none of that. And he said, in my father's house are many mansions. And he said, if it were not so, I would have told you. Okay? Why, did, why, did, why, is, that, why is that in there? Take the scripture and just look at the scripture. Why did Jesus have to prefix that? If it were not so, I would have told you. You know what? There's people, there's people that doubt that. Well, you know, you when you leave here, you ain't there ain't no mansions in heaven. Yes, it is. How do I know that? Because Jesus said it. Okay? See? Jesus said it. That settles it. Here's, here's, how, here's what Paul had to say about Jesus. Okay? Now to me, to me, when I Jesus is God. Okay? So I, the, the name is interchangeable to me. Paul is servant of God. An apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect, and in the, the knowledgeing of the truth which is after God lives. Now, watch this. In hope of eternal life. That's, that, that's our hope. And watch this now. Which God that cannot lie. How about that? We serve a God that cannot lie. Promise before the world began. That's, that's, that's how Paul looked at eternal life. It's, it's, it's promised to the believer by a God that cannot lie. Let me read one more time. In my father's house. How about that? Is God your father? Our father, which art in heaven? Hallowed be thy name. That means something to you? Should. If it were not so, Paul, Jesus said, I would have told you. Now here's where it gets interesting for me. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. How about that? God is preparing a place for you right now. How do I know that? Because the word says it. Now, y'all heard me say this before. If God is preparing a place for you, what should you be doing? You should be preparing yourself to go to that place that God is preparing for you. That only makes sense. Because God is not coming back for an unprepared person. So he's telling you in advance, I'm going to prepare a place for you. You need to be preparing to go to that place that I'm preparing for you. Amen. Okay? Hmm. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me help you. Let me help you. Luke 12, 40. Watch what Jesus says. Be ye therefore ready. How about that? Luke 12, 40. Be you therefore ready also for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when you think not. 
Okay? See, see, you're not getting no phone calls. Alright? He's not sending out no, he not sending out no flyers saying, you know what, in two weeks I'll be coming. Okay? He just say, be ready when I come. Here's Ezekiel 38. I, I, I start looking at this about being, being prepared. Here's Ezekiel 38, 7. Watch Old Testament, New Testament. Don't, don't matter. He says this, be thou prepared. That's personal. Be you prepared and prepare and prepare for thyself and all thy company. All right. Jake has a responsibility to be preparing those kids. Okay? So we don't, we don't like that responsibility. But the responsibility of, of, of the man of God or the woman of God is to prepare the children. So you can't prepare some of these grown folks. Okay? You got grown kids. They, 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 they outside the preparing age. Okay? But the church's job, when you come here, you would think you would go to any church. Their job is to prepare the people to go to heaven. I think that's the number one job of the church. I think it's the number one job of the church. It's not to make theologians out of you guys. All right? I, mean, I don't want to make a theologian. Listen, the job of the church is to prepare the people for the kingdom of heaven. Amen. That's it. Hmm. Hmm. Let me give you another one. Another one. Paul, Jesus said, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. That's a promise. Amen. And receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Okay? Where's he going to be? He's going to be in heaven. Okay? So he's talking about in, a, in an eternal place where he's going to be. Who's going to get there? Revelation 23, 21 says, He that overcometh. He says, To him that overcometh. How about that? You've been boxing this week. You've been fighting this week. You've been struggling this week. I always tell people, every Christian is struggling. You tell, you show me a Christian that ain't struggling, I'll show you a person who's not a Christian. Every Christian is struggling. We got people, ah, you know, once you get once you get the Holy Ghost, once you once you, no, no, no. You still struggling. Okay? Amen. Okay. Flesh ain't giving you no breaks. You ain't gonna, you know, the flesh don't get saved. No, the flesh don't get saved. God saved the spirit that dwells in the flesh, but the flesh don't get saved. If it did, it would be going to heaven with you. Amen. <laughs> but we know flesh and blood one. Will not. Will not inherit the kingdom of God. So Jesus is writing to John on the island of Patmos. He said, to him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne. Even as I overcame. How about that? Even as I overcame. You know Jesus had to overcome some stuff. So we following, we following a Lord. We call our Jesus our Lord. And we following a Lord that had to overcome some stuff. He had to overcome the mockery. He had to overcome persecution. He had to overcome hatred. He had to overcome the scourging. He had to overcome all that. 
Now you following Jesus, you got some stuff to deal with too. Okay? Hmm. And then when he coming back, when he come back, he's not coming back. He's not coming back to forgive us of our sins. Okay? When Jesus come back, he's not coming back to forgive us of our sins. Understand that. When he coming back, when he coming back, he's coming back to judge. Okay? So you need to get right now. Okay? Let's keep going. I want to I want to get to I want to get to the way, the truth, and the life. Here's John 14, 4. You know, all the years I've been preaching and teaching, I don't know if I have ever really exegeted this text like this and looked at it really in depth of what it really what, what Jesus was really saying. And he says, and whether I go, ye know, and the way you know. Okay? He didn't, he didn't keep no secrets from his disciples. The disciples knew which way he went. They knew the way, and we know the way. The unsaved world knows the way. You ever notice how quickly the unsaved world can identify a false Christian? Because they know the way. When the, when, when the, when the rich man got, it, got to hell, he knew the way. He knew for his brothers not to come there, they had to do what? They had to repent. He knew that. Don't let unsaved people fool you. They know the way. They just don't like it. Because it's costly. And, and Jesus said to, to the to disciples, and whether I go, you know, and the way you know. The way is faithfulness. The way is mercy. The way is love. The way is peace. The way is long-suffering. The way is forgiveness. It's a straight way. It's a straight way. Jesus not selling easy believism. He's not selling that. I mean, some people sell it. You know, come to Jesus and, and you will live wonderful. Every day it'll be like Friday. Every day it'll be like payday. Jesus is not saying that. You come to me, you're going to have some issues. Okay? Look at Matthew 16, 21. Because they try to act like they didn't know the way. They knew the way. They didn't like the way. Amen. Because you don't like it don't mean it's not true. Amen. Okay? There's a lot of stuff in the Bible I don't like. That don't make it untrue. That means I don't like it. I got to deal with it. Amen. Matthew 16, 21. Jesus, Jesus is telling the disciples the way. He's showing them the way. He said, you know the way. Remember, he said, you know the way. He's told them. He said, from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how he must Go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and be raised on the third day. They didn't like that. They didn't like that. Watch watch what Satan had Peter do. Because Satan didn't want Jesus to get to the cross neither. Okay. Then Peter took him, took Jesus. Imagine that. Peter grabbing Jesus by the collar. Took him and began to rebuke him. Here's Jesus, rebuke, Peter rebuking Jesus. It wasn't Peter rebuking Jesus. Satan didn't want to hear that. Saying, be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. But he turned. Here's Jesus. Then he turned and said to Peter. He said to Peter, now watch. Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, 
but those that be a man. How about that? Uh, Satan didn't want Jesus going to the cross. Now watch Thomas. St. Thomas, this is St. Thomas that said, you know, unless I see it with my own eyes and put my hands in the holes and my hands in the side, I will not believe. Here's Thomas trying to slither his way out of it. Okay? Thomas said unto him, verse 5, Lord, we know not whether thou goest. He just told him. Okay? How can we know the way? See, Thomas wanted an easy way. Thomas wanted to get there with his feet. He wanted to walk. He wanted a worldly kingdom. Isn't that how we are? You talk to people, you talk to people today, they want a worldly kingdom. They want a kingdom that they can walk to. And then when they, if they can walk to it, they can leave it. No, no, no. Amen. God ain't offering that kind of kingdom. He's offering a kingdom that's going to cost you something. Okay? He said, the way, the way of the cross... I've already said it a couple of times. Slaps, nails, spit on, purple robe, tawny, all that. That was the way. That was the way. But God, God in his compassion. I'm so glad God is a God of compassion. I'll be a horrible God. I'll be a horrible God. Amen. I'll be like, off with the head, off with the head, off with the head. But God is a God of compassion. John 14, 6, watch. We're going to rest our hat on these last, this last verse. And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but my me. Let's look at it. Let's look at the way. Let's look at the way. I'm going to use verses to support everything I'm saying today. Let's look at the way. How, 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 what does he mean he's the way? His death, his death was the way. Hebrews 9, 12 says, neither by the blood of goats and calves. That's Old Testament. They, you know, you, you, you sin in the Old Testament, kill a goat, kill a calf. Okay. He says, not by blood of goats and calves. But by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption. Watch this. For us. Amen. For us. Christ died for us. He is the way. And that's what, that's what the writer of Hebrews is saying. The only way any of us is going to get to heaven is by the blood of the Lamb. God. Peter, Peter 118 puts it this way. This is a different Peter than the Peter was like, that would never happen. I will never, for, never reject you. He rejected him. You know how that story ends. Here's Peter. Change Peter. Redeem Peter. Peter in 118, he says this, for as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation Received by the traditions from your fathers. Watch this. Peter's going to give you the, how you were saved. If you saved. If you saved in here, this is how you were saved. If anybody ever else gets saved, this is how they saved. But with the precious blood of Christ. Okay? But with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb. Without blemish. And without spot. Now, 
Abel probably presented a wonderful lamb. He probably presented a wonderful lamb when God said to Cain and Abel, bring me a blood offering. Abel brought a lamb, probably one that he adored. But I guarantee you, if you was to take that lamb and put it under the microscope, you would have found a fault or a blemish somewhere. When Jesus was put under the microscope, Six times he was tried, cross-examined, sent to another county, another country to be cross-examined again, sent back to Pilate, and Pilate said, I find no fault in him. He was a perfect lamb of God without spot or blemish. And if he would have had one blemish, they could have charged him with one sin. He would not have been able to die for our sins. Paul writes this, and Paul was a benefactory, beneficiary of the greatest of God's grace. He says in Ephesians 1, 7, in whom we have redemption. How, Paul? Through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Uh, and it's just, it's just, the Bible just filled with scriptures about Jesus being the only way. One more and I'm going to move on. One more and I'm going to move on. Romans 3.24, being justified, being justified. If you're saved, you've been justified. Being justified, how, Paul? Freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. How about this he not only said, I'm the way. He said, I'm the truth. I am the truth. Remember I just said, Pilate, Pilate said unto him, what is truth? Oh, Pilate. Pilate was a mess. What is truth? And Jack Nicholson would say, you can't handle the truth. Wasn't Jack Nicholson said that? You can't handle the truth. Somebody said it. Tom Cruise or somebody. I don't know. Okay? And, and, and you need to think about that when you're dealing with lost folks. Okay? Just, just, you know, every once in a while you gotta get crazy with lost folks. Just telling them, like, man, I don't wanna hear that. I don't wanna hear that Bible. I don't wanna hear uh, Uncle Keith. I don't wanna hear that Bible. I don't wanna. I, you can't handle the truth. They'll stop coming around you. <laughs> listen, listen. He is the truth. Jesus Christ is the truth. He said, I am the truth. How about that? His word is the truth. Okay, the word of God is the truth, whether you like it or not. Paul says this, in whom we in whom you have trusted, Ephesians 1.13. After, see, see, people be telling me they trusted the Lord, they ain't heard the truth. That's a problem. How you saved and you don't know the truth? I know people that say don't know nothing but speaking in tongues. That's it. You can't talk to them about nothing else. Let's get in a conversation. Let's talk. Let's get deep into John 3 16. Let's get deep into. No, they don't know nothing. They don't know nothing. Don't go to Bible school. Don't go to Sunday school. Don't go to Wednesday night. Don't have no daily devotions, but they Christians. No prayer life. Hang out with thugs and criminals, and but they Christians. I, I have no idea. I'm like, I, I'm lost. I'm lost. Let's talk about the Word of God. In whom you have trusted. How? How, Paul? After that you heard the word of truth. 
Not only heard it, but understand it. Somebody broke down what it means in a way that you can receive it and believe. You can't believe nothing you don't understand. You can't. You can't believe what you don't understand. So now in that light, look at the scripture. In whom you trusted. Okay. You don't trust, you don't trust nobody you don't know. Amaya ain't going with nobody I don't know. She ain't, going, she ain't going to stay with nobody I don't know. You ain't just dropping your kids off at a daycare. Oh, did we just open last week? <laughs> that don't work. Okay? I want a five stars. I want to talk to the, I want to talk to the owner. Give me a tour. Show me what you do. Show me, show me where they sleep. Show me how you prepare the meals. Let me introduce me to your staff. Yeah, that's how that goes. Coming there, all dudes working in a daycare. <laughs> okay, don't work like that. Watch. In light of all that, in whom you trusted, trust is earned. Trust ain't, you just don't get nobody your trust. Okay? You just don't. In whom you trusted. After you heard the word of truth. What did you hear? The gospel of your salvation. In whom also, after that you believed. You see, you see the process? You trusted after you heard. What did you hear? You heard the gospel. The death, burial, and resurrection. It was explained to you in a way that you can understand it like Lydia. And God opened your heart to believe. And then after he opened your heart to believe, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. See, this is why so many people have so much confusion, you know, because they, ain't, they didn't go through all them steps. They did, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian. Choir sound good today. Preacher had on a nice suit. And then and that just wear off because that, that's not enough. That's not enough to fend off the enemy. That ain't enough. Having a preacher with a nice suit and a choir to sing, I'm on my way to yonder. And you came to the Lord because you heard a nice song and a preacher look good to you. But when you get out there on the battlefield, you're going to know what you're going to need. You're going to need some truth. You're going to need to know the gospel of your salvation. You're going to have to have a serious belief. And then you need to be sealed. Because one, one of Satan's greatest attacks on the believer is to make you doubt your salvation. Amen. You really ain't saved. You really didn't come to the Lord. You can lose that. That ain't really yours. God, God can take it away right away. Seal. I don't know what that means to y'all. I know what it means to me. Sealed. I got some stuff that's sealed. You ain't getting in it. John 117, watch this. He said, I'm the truth. I stay on this for just a second. For the law was given by Moses. You know what the law could do? The law could, the law could only point to your sins. The law could only tell you, Columbus, you are no good. Off with your head. See, I've be been, been good under the law. Okay? Jeremy, you ain't no good. Get out of here. Stone them. That's all the law could do. All the law could do is point at your sin. Tell you what, no good. Okay? So the woman caught in adultery. They brought her to the, they brought her at the feet of Jesus, threw her down. Yeah, listen, 
We caught her in the very act. Everybody had these stones. But they brought her and put her at the feet of grace. See? And really they brought her to be saved because she was delivered. See? See, the law was given by Moses. Now watch this. John 1.17. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Grace and truth. Grace and truth. What is grace? God's unmerited favor. What is grace? Power. Strength. Grace and truth. Hmm. John 8.32. And you shall know the truth. How about that? And you shall know the truth. And what does the truth do? And the truth shall make you free. How about that? Let me give you this one. Oh, I got so many. Here's, here's a good one. John 1, 14. Should have run them all together. And the word was made flesh. Okay? And dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father. Full. Full of grace and truth. Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You know, have a hard time. People have a hard time worshiping God. You know why people have a hard time worshiping God? You know why people have a hard time worshiping God? And, 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 and they really think worshiping God is hopping around. Hopping around. Hopping around. You know, hopping around. That's not worshiping God. That's hopping around. Okay? Okay? How do I know that? See, see, God is spirit. God ain't hopping around. Nowhere, you ain't finding nobody hopping around when Jesus is preaching. You imagine Paul preaching and people hopping around? They want to stone him. They told me he ain't going to eat till he killed this fool. They want to hopping around. Listen, God is spirit. Watch this now. And they that worship him must worship him how? In spirit. In truth, meaning the word of God has had an effect on your spirit. And now your spirit is worshiping God. How? By the truth that your spirit has revealed to you. You ain't worshiping God any old kind of way. No. No. The Galatians didn't like it. The Galatians, when Paul was teaching the Galatians, they wanted to do their own thing. They became mad at Paul. They wanted to kill Paul. They wanted to get Paul out of there. They didn't like Paul. And you know what Paul wrote? I like this one. Galatians 4, 16. He said, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? You get that as a preacher. You get that as a preacher. People get mad at you. They just tell the truth. You ain't got to, you ain't, just, just, all you got to do is write, after you write something, KJV. And they still, they don't, they're mad at you. Uh-huh. It's just the word of God. In the word of God, the word of truth, purify your souls. When you're dealing with your loved ones, I talk about our loved ones all the time. They lost, they out of control, they crazy. They don't care nothing about the things of God because they, they need their souls purified. Okay? They need the souls purified. Peter knew that and he wrote, seeing you have purified your souls. How, Peter? In obeying the truth. Okay? Listen, when you pray for your loved ones, this loss, you ain't got to pray to them. 
But they ain't going to hear you anyway. Just pray to God. Pray to God. God, God, open the ears and the hearts of my loved ones. Open the ears and the hearts of my children so that they can receive the engrafted word of God. You're going to beat them over the head with the Bible. You can beat them over the head with the Bible. You can put sticky notes all over the house. And you can have signs all over the house. Like I do. Sending out Bible verses on every wall. Every bathroom. Everywhere you look. God, give our loved ones the grace to receive the things of God. That's the only way they're going to get it. Then he says this. I'm going to close. Here, on that way, we talk about the way. I'm the truth. Talk about the truth. And then he says this. I am the life. How about that? Wow. Everybody, everybody that will get saved, and everybody that ever gets saved, God had to give them life. How about that? Ephesians 2.1. Great, great scripture on God being the author of spiritual life. The author of eternal life. If God has given anyone, any of us eternal life, it came from Christ. How about that? And you have it quickened. Watch this. Who were dead in trespasses and sins. Dead in trespasses in. How was we living? Where in time past you walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air and the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. What's Paul trying to say? You wasn't getting up out of there yourself. You wasn't getting up out of there yourself. You needed the you needed the life of God breathed into you. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, how about that? If any man be in Christ, any woman, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away, and all things have. I forgot my behold. Don't too bad Clary ain't here. She'd have got me. Behold, all things are become new. Hmm. John 1 4 in him was life. And the life was the light of man. God, God is our life. If you're saved, God lives in you. If you're saved, God gave you the life, the spirit to breathe and to think about the things of God. He's our eternal life. And this is the promise that he had promised us. Eternal life. God has promised us eternal life. When he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, he's talking about he is that eternal life that we all want, we all desire. That ought to be the hope of the believer. Last verse. Last verse. Colossians 3 3. This is fascinating. Because he talks about Christ being our life. As believers, Christ is our life. That's it. I talked about it last week. He said, if you're gonna, Jesus said, if you're gonna follow me, you gotta you gotta hate your mother and your father and your sister and your brother. I gotta be more to you than anybody. That means he's our life. 
But because he's our life, from, from him being our life flows the goodness of God into our children, into our loved ones. If we keep him number one. Once you put your kids number one, and your wife number one, and your job number one, and all that kind of stuff, then all the blessings are based on who's ever number one in your life. That means your job lay off. Your wife decides she don't want to be married no more. And you got bigger problems. Here's Colossians 3, 3, and 4. I'm going to close. Christ is our life. Paul's writing again. He said, for you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. How about that? The old man is dead. The new man, the new man lives with Christ. The new man is consumed with Christ. The new new man's body has Christ living in it. And then he says this, and when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then you shall also appear with him where? In glory. When you get to glory, you're going to get there with the Lord on your side. When you get to glory, God will be at your side. So, how you guys doing with that? Your heart's still trouble? Let not your heart be trouble. Believe in God. In my Father's house are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare, prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. And don't be like Thomas. Lord, we don't know where thou goest. And how can we know the, how can we know the way? And Jesus said unto him, and he says unto us today, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come unto the Father but by me. Precious Lord, in the name of Jesus, we, we want to get to heaven. Amen. And there's only one way to heaven. It ain't through Muhammad. It ain't through the Pope. It ain't through the Mormon church. It's through Jesus Christ. And him crucified. And not only crucified, but buried. Not only crucified and buried, but raised on the third day. Father, give us that grace that we need to serve you and to worship you. In Jesus' name.